teach you how to bet the NCAA tournament. You don't start uh, betting the NCAA tournament, rolling up to the casino in the sports book on Thursday morning, and you start filling out teams. You start really right now, like a month before, right after uh, the Super Bowl. Now, I have an MBA, securities, licenses, clients, net worth $50 million. So every single uh, podcast and every single wager is a process. The same way you pick a security, uh, same way you make a decision, decision science, same way you choose an investment. It's the same way you bet a college basketball game or a NFL football game. It's the same process and you have to have rules. You have to have a code. In the episode notes are the top 10 rules of betting. And really for the NCAA tournament, that's where it really started with me. The NCAA tournament where I had an epic run in 2011, uh, paid for a lot of bills, a lot of vacations, a lot of things that run in subsequently 25 years of, of narrowing it down to the sports betting processes and rules and code, right? That makes money consistently, all right? So uh, we get lied to a lot, right? We don't believe in uh, the Easter Bunny or Santa Claus. So polls, rankings, all of that stuff are lies. None of them are real. And I'll get into detail a little bit, but... All right, Jason. Now, if you're the toughest, smartest person in any particular room, you're in the wrong room. Kat's going to join us later. Uh, Scott's going to be offline, but giving us information that we'll be sharing on Twitter. Uh, this is going to be a very exciting tournament, and this is gold for you. Jason, because you haven't watched a lot, but you do like betting and making money during the tournament. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, let me look at this real quick. We had a phenomenal, because it's all part of a process. So we had a phenomenal uh, regular season and then run up into the conference tournament season. Uh, so we started, let's say, uh, 102.45, right? So that's 48,250 raw, like, wins, right? We got to subtract the losses. So we had about $23,000 in losses. So that makes it 
uh, about $23,000 in profit watching basketball. Is that good money, Jason? Sounds like a really good season to me. I wish it was in on every one of those bets, but I did catch uh, quite a bit at the uh, the last several weeks, and it's been uh, really hot. Right. Uh, so the first day of the Pac-12 tournament, we went 6-3. and three. Then we had a bad day on Friday, which really isn't that bad. Uh, we were 5-7, and seven, so we were underwater, lost about $1,300. But then back on Saturday... It was such a bump bounce back that I was just chilling on Sunday. Uh, that Saturday, we went five and two, 71 percent, 52.5 percent break even. And to be sharp in Vegas, you need about uh, 59 percent. So we're way above that, right? And so if you count the regular season and the conference season, we're about 67%. So uh, my favorite NCA is 2011. We won over 100 grand in the NCA. So I don't know if we're ever going to repeat that, but there was a lot of luck involved, obviously. But we want to, if we get in the middle of that, we're doing really good. So it's exciting time, Jason, if we get into it. Uh, first game is Southeast Missouri State. And as we go along, we'll give you tips because it's different betting college basketball preseason. That's in the middle of the football season. Kind of don't pay a lot of attention to it. Then the regular season, it's a different way of uh, approaching it, right? Because some coaches like Bill Self, all he cares about is the regular season. He even planned a surgery right after the regular season during the conference tournament because he really doesn't care about it. his bonuses rings he gets out he he's he has now so much money over 100 million dollars saved that for his players he pays for part of the regular season rings championship rings so that's what he cares about he always loses early after having a previous big year like a final four Last year, he won it all. So he's happy. He won the regular season time. Then you go conference. Some guys, just all they care about is the conference title. They don't care about anything else. Uh, <clears throat> so you, we identified those. Uh, and then you look at the NCAA, which teams want to go all the way, which teams just want to win one game. Carl Charleston, <laughs> College of Charleston, just wants to win one game. It was, it's, that's their whole life. Right. Uh, some teams want to get out of the first weekend. Other teams want to uh, go ahead and uh, win it all. So you got to decide who's who and what's what, who's bringing in the big guns, right, for the first game and who's not. So we'll go through this fast, but we're going to give you a lot of information, been taking notes for months and been betting these games successfully for years. Last year, with Jason's help, uh, we got 65% because a lot of this is being organized. Uh, I take the week off. <laughs> Unfortunately, I couldn't because things came in. Things are still coming in as we speak. But for Thursday, I take it off. 
you go and then I probably will meet Jason for the first week of the NFL season because my mother-in-law will be here. <laughs> yeah, I can take off for Vegas safely. Uh, but usually I'm in Vegas for the four, first four days. It just didn't work out this year. But uh, I'll have the, the three to four TV offense. <laughs> have the 355 inches watching all the games at the same time. All right, so first game, uh, Chad's going to be joining us in about 15, 20 minutes. So we give him the Midwestern games. SEMO against uh, Texas A&M. I call him Community College, but it's Corpus Christi. Yeah. <laughs> and then Texas A&M Commerce, for whatever reason, they always have a lot of really good players. But this is Corpus Christi. You do not arbitrage is bigger than you in the NCAA tournament, which is the financial term where you take 10 or more stocks, right? And, and they have to be in the same sector. And you buy and sell these stocks accordingly, right? It could be airplane stocks accordingly if you know a market inefficiency. So you're like, whoa, wait a second. Uh, some people in the government are lying to me and the pandemic isn't going to be that bad. We'll be traveling in a year. So I'm going to buy 10 airport stock, right? You know, some of them are not going to work out, but most of them are. So you buy 10 or more because if we're working in efficiency, you notice, hey, pandemic's not going to be that bad. We're going to break travel records, right? So I'm buying these stocks now that they've been devastated. Right? Not all 10 of them are going to make money. Seven to six of them are. You just need to get that magic number 59%. It's just numbers that always come back. Like uh, David Tepper, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, who could have saved a lot of money asking me if analytics worked in football. They don't. But he's a hedge fund manager. He managed $25 billion. Right? His percentage picking stocks 59 percent 59 percent betting on ncaa sports betting 59 percent you can live in vegas that means buying a five hundred thousand dollar house having a decent car having money to go out to eat in vegas if you can consistently year round be at 59 percent which is not as easy as it seems. So the fact that we hit 65% last year and we're in the high 60s this year going into the NCAA tournament means we're at a high level. And then the actual numbers are 23,000 that we have to start the NCAA tournament. So what I do, I do at least $1,000 a game, but it's usually 500 on the side and 500 on the total versus the NFL, which I do a thousand each way, depending. Sometimes if I'm hot, either way, I might go a thousand five hundred. But when you're the, the know the numbers, you will know everything. So the number you're trying to hit, I hate the word try. So I don't let my clients use the word try. So clients listen. So they're like, Josh, you said the word try. You either do or you don't, that's what I say. So we are going to get a high percentage and try to get into the 70%. Because once you get to 70%, you're at elite level. That makes sense, Chase? 
Absolutely. Josh, question for you on these overs and unders. What's the average uh, score of a, of a game here in uh, the tournament? Uh, you got to look at the style of play. And basketball style of play is huge. So if a, if a team's an up-tempo team, scores a lot of points, uh, you got to look at 145. If a team's like Virginia, right, the average is going to be in the 120. 60, 60 point each team, right? Uh, now, San Diego State, the reason I wear the hat, San Diego State, we'll get to that game. Actually, we'll go to that game first because that game, um, you're the second person who's talked to me about Charleston. It's San Diego State. <laughs> so that, that game is going to be a lot, of, a lot of action on that game. San Diego is, uh, State is – San Diego is the 10th largest city in the country. They are 9-0 and for me to the under. This is the best defensive team this coach has had. So this game should be in the 120s, 130s. But lo and behold, it's a 142. So I already bet the under. So, Jason, go ahead and bet San Diego State – under 142 and then 142 put more on the total so i'm going to put a thousand dollars on san diego state under 142 and then because i feel real tepid about it i'm going to go san diego state uh 250 minus five five and a half so i'm going to find a five out there so that's the first game we're predicting this year right it's going to be san diego state Minus five, like two fifty, but a thousand dollars on that under, because they they're they're a team that just like football, they they're like put it on the defense. If we decide we want to stop you, we do Operation Lockdown. A lot of military terms because war with Ukraine, but uh, Operation Lockdown, they feel they can stop any team. In any particular possession. You right, saw the end scores at 45 points. So you saw the Super Bowl, that high number, right? Andy Reid wanted to run out the clock, right? That's where we got our under there for the Super Bowl. Make sense, Jason? Absolutely. So similar to the NFL, uh, this this event, right? It's really more the Kentucky Derby is about a billion dollar handle. Worldwide, do we know about? This is going to be about $3 billion. So what do people like to do? They like to bet overs. So these teams have been under all year and Vegas hasn't caught up. They don't even want to cap. They want people going in there drunk first four days, right? They're all going to bet favorites and overs. So with apples being apples, I hate using corporate terms, but I guess we're getting into this year, right? <laughs> After the holiday season getting in, start using corporate cliches that I hate. But apples being apples, I used to hate that. You hear something, with all things being equal, comparing apples to apples. <laughs> but you have to use it on the margins, on the margin. Uh, you have to look hard at your dogs. And, and we'll do a line change podcast 
on Wednesday to see which lines had changed. Maybe Scott will be around Thursday. You see, she's big on that. Uh, again, it's market inefficiency, right? We use business and financial terms. Since I'm in financial services, I use that mentality, that lens. And most people that win the super contest in the NFL uh, have finance backgrounds because it's not just knowing which are the good teams, which are the bad teams, is using the math involved. So you got to look hard on the margins for the unders and the dogs, especially when the line has changed, when the line is inflated. And remember, another term, right, as we get into it, marginal utility, right? The, the more you do something, the less of a result you get. So for players, it means that the top 200 players are elite, right? So in a certain amount of teams, they're going to make the final four. However, 201 to 1,000, they're all smack dab even players. That's why there's no such thing as an upset. They call it an upset. With Corpus, not Corpus, but North Texas, George Mason we talked about. Uh, those aren't upsets. All those players are the same. Who went to the gym? Who wants to run their plays? Who's motivated? All those things are, are factors that can mitigate making both teams equal. Also, the value equation, which is psychological factors plus functional factors divided by time and money. For here is travel because that San Diego State Charleston game, uh, San Diego State is flying from San Diego to Orlando. So, yeah, you got to say, okay, you got to look at Charleston. You've never been a, a game or a team you haven't seen play. That's why Conference Week is so important. Uh, you can't sleep at night. Turn on one of these small college games, right? For you, it would be turn on, you know, uh, you know, Detroit Mercy against uh, Chicago State, right? <laughs> Late night. <laughs> Can't fall asleep. You're watching that game, but it'll help you come to the NCAA. You're like, oh, the Horizon League? No way. They get it blown up. Makes sense, Jason? Yeah, absolutely. The only thing that caught my eye on it was just that 31 and 3 record. And uh, for Charleston, I, I honestly have never, haven't really watched them, but. I was putting the sheet together and uh, caught that uh, that win loss record. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Even it, it, it takes uh, I don't know. It takes something to get to that. That that's a I don't care. You're in a conference or it's it's, it's just an impressive uh, overall uh, season they had. So we'll see. I, I definitely think San Diego State is going to win it. Right. Uh, don't know if they'll keep it close. Well, the thing about San Diego State is. It's, Styles make fights, right? So especially uh, when you get into the NCAA. So Charleston is an up-and-down team. Uh, San Diego State has uh, ridiculous athletes. So someone like baseball with good pitching stops, good hitting, good defense stops, uh, a good offense. Uh, and the other part of it is uh, San Diego State, when you look at their preseason, they, they played at Ohio State, right? at Arizona. Uh, they, they went to a tournament and they played uh, Arkansas close, right? Uh, 
they went to St. Mary's, which is kind of a high school gym. They actually played Kennesaw State, which Kennesaw State's really good. And they blew them out by 30. So when you look at Carlson Charson, they'll get to Orlando, the Amway Center. Are they going to be like a deer in the headlights? So Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina. They're from the low country over there with the Murdoch murders, right? Middle of nowhere. Uh, they played North Carolina, who didn't make the tournament. They lose 102-86. So they didn't get completely blown out, but uh, still a large margin. Uh, best teams they played in our conference of Richmond, Davidson, Colorado State, Virginia Tech, Old Dominion, Presbyterian, North Greenville Community College, Stetson Law School. <laughs> yeah, you're just saying. <laughs> Stetson Law School, a bunch of uh, guys. So they, they play in a decent league, but this is going to be a whole new level of athlete for them. Uh, and this, they won't be able to score. That's going to be their problem. They get demoralized, depressed, they lose by 10. That's what will happen in that game. SEMA uh, will wait for Chad. Pittsburgh, a lot of teams, a lot of people were saying how great Pittsburgh was. I saw them play. Not impressed at all. Uh, Mississippi is one of those teams that have a bunch of guys who tried out for the football team in the South and got rejected. So they decided to go play basketball. And so they're, they're a great athletic team. But uh, they cannot throw a fish in the ocean. They really suck offensively. So, again, look for the under. A lot of people are going to drive this for the over. So, look for Mississippi State to win on the money line. And believe me, in basketball, you don't want to get beat by a random three-pointer. <laughs> so, the, the, your best chance to make money, especially if it's under three, is two and a half. Right, two and a half, bet that money line Mississippi State. And like me, when you're betting, and it's kind of fun to bet all the games and bet equal amounts, right? Uh, so I will go through probably I have a bankroll of 23,000. So I'll go through 16,000, right? I'll bet all the games, bet them all pretty much equal amounts. And then at the end of the day, what you want is profit. But if you don't make profit, as long as you're over 42.5%, you got enough money to bet the next day. <laughs> Worst case scenario. Best case scenario, you have a high percentage, high profit, right? You bank the profit and you start with 16 grand the next day or whatever. It could be $1,600 or $160. <laughs> Five bucks a game. You want to enjoy it? and make money each day, all right? So, uh, fairly Dickinson against Texas Southern. Take Texas Southern on the money line. Uh, you want to go under the 145. Measuring both those teams, Texas Southern has more talent. Uh, he got fired at UCLA for losing in the NCAA tournament. So, Coach... We used to play for Bobby Knight, Steve Alford. Uh, he's not a great X's and O's guys. In a situation like this, going against Bobby Hurley, go ahead and go the Arizona State Sun Devils over 
133. The, in a way, this is a coaching mismatch. Even Hurley, even though Hurley's younger than Steve Alford, uh, he just has a lot more going on, and they have more talent than Nevada. But look for this game to go under 130. I mean, go over 133. Money line or uh, minus two? Money line. Money line. You want to take the, uh, especially when it's equal talent. If it has just a little bit more, uh, you want to go money line. You don't want to mess around with points with basketball. It's a round ball. <laughs> it bounces all over the place. Uh, it, it's finicky, right? Especially when it's under minus three, you're still going to get a good money line number. Uh, let me see what it is for Arizona State. Arizona State. Probably uh, four, minus 140, somewhere in there. Yeah. Looking at biggest insider. And again, the money's just a screen in, in the NIT. So uh, tomorrow I'll post on uh, Twitter some really good NIT picks. They're coming on, they're presenting themselves. So. Arizona State. So not, not too bad. Uh, minus 130. Okay. All right. West Virginia against Maryland. Coaching mismatch. You want to go with Bob Huggins. Uh, I like this a lot. So I would go minus the two points because I think it should beat him by a good margin. Uh, Maryland, it's in the first year of their program. They kind of overachieved. Good coach, again, he came from Seton Hall. His dad used to coach. We'll look for Coach Huggins. He, he's doing the 40 minutes of hell kind of style at West Virginia, which is really good for the tournament. As teams wear down, easier in the tournament. That's all they want to do. This game spelled under right from the beginning. Furman against Virginia. They both have the same slowdown style. They play what I call rec ball, right? So rec ball for me is, it's funny because you're in the Chicago area where they have really good rec ball leagues, especially in the summer. Uh, and in the suburbs, in the summer, serves in the suburbs, and in the summer. Uh, five white guys passing the ball around in the gym versus you go to the hood and everybody's trying to dunk. <laughs> so this game, Furman against Virginia, it's just going to be doctors and lawyers passing the ball around. Dennis passing the ball around and just shooting it right where the buzzer goes off for the 30-second uh, shot clock. Man, we love it because it's under. Every time, if you're watching this game, slamming beers, if you're in Vegas, We'll do this next year, Jason. We'll be in Vegas, and when a Furman and Virginia play, every time there's a uh, <laughs> every time there's a shot clock violation, we slam a beer. <laughs> I love it. Or take a shot. <laughs> when, it's, when it's two bad football teams. And it's going to be an under. I did this for one Super Bowl. I don't think I'll do it again. I think it was the Patriots and the Rams. I bet the under on that. And it was like every punt, you, you, you slam a beer or take a shot. 
Especially if you bet the under. (laughs) So that's what you do with this Furman Virginia game. I already bet it. So that's under 132. Under 132. I think, uh, which side do you like on this? I like, uh, oh man, that's tough. Uh, How about this? Let's go Furman plus the six to pull the upset. Yeah, I like that pick. I was leaning towards the. Uh, I think it's this. It's too many points. Right. All right. We're getting reinforcements. Time too. Just in time as we're going to hit some Midwestern games. What's up, brother Chad? What's up, guys? What's going on? There he is. We're just having fun here going through these games because we're going to make a lot of money. So we just advised during the Furman-Virginia game since you bet the under. Next next year, we'll all be in Vegas. So when there's a Furman-Virginia game and we're betting the under, every time there's a shot clock violation, we – Either slam a beer or take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're gonna go with have you guys been six under the one thirty one? Uh, we'll go what we have so far. We got. Uh, let me know if you disagree on any of these, and if there's a title we broken, we can have either Jason do extra research, or we'll get Scott to chime in. Uh, we got Mississippi State on the money line under 133 and a half. Yeah, I love Mississippi State, man. That uh yeah, they're gonna win that game. Pitt is a fraudulent team. I think the SEC was a lot better conference than the ACC this year. Yeah. Uh fairly Dickerson against Texas Southern, Texas Center on the money line, under 145. They're gonna be what they're gonna be in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. Dayton's gonna be like snowed in. The, the gym is gonna be a new gym or whatever. So it's gonna be under. Arizona State, the Pac-12. Love it. Over right over 133 in um, West Virginia, 40 minutes of hell, minus two, under 137. Mm-hmm. Of course, I love that under. We're already bet that under Virginia, 135. Furman should, you know, because Virginia feels they can stop anybody in one percent. Furman should lose by three points, right? It's going to be, oh, we're going to put it on the defense. Furman comes down. This is a three. Oh, Virginia wins, blah, blah, blah. But we left the SEMO game for you, man. We know nothing about SEMO. You, you, you know people at that school. Your, your school is across the street from them. SEMO plus three. Yeah, I, you know, I can. I do need to do a little more research on SEMO. I mean, I, I do lean Corpus Christi in this one. They, they were here in the tournament last year. They got guys that have already played in the tournament before. That type of um, experience, I think, can bold well for teams that are evenly matched. Right. Um, so uh, I, I don't I, I haven't had a chance to really get into Southeast Missouri State too much um, right now. So, I mean, I definitely like Texas A&M. That's kind of where I'm leaning, uh, but definitely want to do a little deep dive into Southeast Missouri State before I uh, that's kind of one team that uh, right. I don't think many people have seen too much of this year. Not at all. I just heard you say SEMO. SEMO, I remember. Yeah, I mean, my college roommate was a starting quarterback at that school for two years. I, I mean, I've been there. I'm, I'm very familiar with, with the with the school. Um, 
for for sure. Um, just just not not their their basketball too much this year. No, no, he never bit plenty. He never bit a team we haven't seen play. Now I do you know the Southeast Missouri State. Um, I had what happened. You'll see me. Let's. I'll take a picture of it first. The NCAA. I had to buy this brand new fifty-five inch uh, TV because the other fifty inch they had in the office it broke when I threw a beer at it when uh, Simo beat USF. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew that was going to be a bad season for USF. Uh, but that win against USF, because USF sucks so bad, the school that I graduated from, means absolutely nothing. <laughs> like, I'll be right. I need one minute, guys. I'll be right back. But, so we'll, we'll wait for Chad to do research on SEMO, and we'll get back to them. But I've done research on the other team. Uh, Missouri, we'll leave up to him. I know he's seen Kansas is 22-point favorites against Howard. Uh, never, I mean, I'll never forget this. The, the year, 2011, I was with my buddy Victor. The year we got 100th grand. We made it grand grant. We meet these two ridiculously hot chicks. We're both married. Nothing happened. But they were stunning, right? You could barely talk. They were talking to us. They saw us catching tickets. And... Uh, they were better at sports betting than we'll ever be. They were just betting NBA games. We were telling their NBA knowledge. And we started picking games together. And we got to the Kansas game. And you know, you know what? Bill Self never covers in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> we'll never forget that. And those, those girls made us a lot of money all these years because Bill Self never covers. And he's not going to cover these 22 points here against Howard. Howard, I learned today from one of my good friends. I was talking to Jason. I have friends from Huge Spectrum. So one of my good friends, um, African-American, you know, and there's, you know, there's diversity in the African-American population like everybody else. This guy is a militant, you know, Farrakhan type guy. And he's like, Howard University, Howard. Howard, there's no way I would watch there. There are a HBU, right? Historically, historically black college. HBU. He's like, Howard, Howard, I'm never watching a Howard game. Howard is supposedly historically black college, but they named it after a white man, Howard. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. I never thought about it that way, but Howard. University, HBU, they will cover 22 points against Bill Self. 145 is too high because Howard has to take the air out of the ball. They're going to have to play rec ball, even though they're historically bad college. They have to play the suburban, five white guys passing it around, and there's no way they're getting to 170 points. So the way you got to look at it, Jason, when you're looking at points is 70. Can they get to 70? Um the style of play, the style of play Howard has to play. Um, and I saw them earlier in the season uh, when they played, I believe it was Notre Dame that I saw them against. It was one of those type teams. And that's the way they, they play. And Kansas doesn't care. Kansas is rolling out the ball. They won the regular season title. Bill Self scheduled a surgery during the conference tournament. Go ahead, Jason. Yeah, they just want the win, right? I mean. Yeah, Exactly. They're not trying to cover spreads. They win by one point. They're happy. And they're a defensive team. So they're like, okay, Howard can't score on us. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. They get in the huddle. Itself is like, listen, look, you just saw that. They're, they're passing it 100 times before they shoot. <laughs> they cannot score on us. Just go out, D them up, and let's get this W. Let's go home and sleep. Right? And the, I love it. I love this pick. <laughs> Remember, people are getting in there drunk. Four days we'll see them, right? And all they want to do is bet favorites and overs. Yeah, they'll be they'll be putting tickets on Kansas in the over, and we're powered in the under. Oh, it's Kansas. Bill Self is Kansas. Kansas won the title last year. I'm going to pick them. Vegas knows this. Vegas is just jacking people. We go a 22 point line, and we'll have a, a podcast on um, either early Thursday or Wednesday. Line change. Look for this. This line might be 30. I've seen this happen. <laughs> Where I've been it the day before at 25. And then the next day, it's like, well, Josh, you said you weren't going in the line. I'm going in the line because this Kansas game is up to 32 points, right? So you want to catch that, especially we got a, a national champion. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I like it. Um, I mean, you got to like these teams slow, that are that are superly unmatched ath- athletically, talent-wise. They got to slow it down. Um, you know, and yeah, I, I really don't think, you know, these teams get up. I mean, the backups get in, right. Um, they got to play, you know, they're going to play a second game, a second round game against somebody, you know, in two days that, you know, that's going to be a lot better competition than Howard. So, you know, they they definitely think that that's going to be in their mind, um, to, you know, make sure that, you know, they, they, they're ready for that game. They're not worried about how they're trying to get by Howard. This is a cakewalk warm-up game. So, yeah, I think. Take, taking the points is, is the play for sure. I like the under too. I think it'd be a lot of first first round unders seem to be pretty good every year. Oh yeah, because and especially if you wait for the line to get higher, as you know, game time. Now these two teams, I know we've we've been texting back and forth all year. We're having good regular season, good conference season, especially on Saturday. I'm sure you do well on Sunday too. Uh, I know you've watched Utah State and Mountain West. That's that's one of your leagues. And yeah. I know you watched Missouri, right? Because you went to school in Missouri. So what's your breakdown of that game? Utah State minus one. The, the total is 154 and a half. Man, Great. I do I do think Utah State is really, really hot right now. Um playing playing really good ball. Um, you know, Missouri. Does probably have the best player on the court in this game. Um, you know, the side here I think is tough, but I mean, one fifty-five on this total. I love the under here. I mean, I just do not see this game getting that high at all. I mean, I know Utah State can play fast, um, you know, but they play a team like San Diego State. I mean, they'll slow it down, you know, real quick and. You know, I don't. I just. I don't see either of these teams. Like this total to me is like if they played in a regular season game. Like there, there's going to be five, ten minutes of filling, filling each other out in this game. Right. It's going to be a close, competitive game. I mean, it's a one point spread. Um. So I, I really think this game is coming on. I, I really love the under in this game. You read any? Yeah. One thing you want to look at maybe is return to the mean. Uh. The Mountain West was 0-4 last year, the first round. I'm sure the commissioner knows about it. <laughs> uh, the new commissioner, they're and you gotta think the coaches got together, right? They got together early in the season, 
and said, okay, what's a game plan we can all have or some strategy um, we can we can do so we all win in the first round next year, right? Uh, San Diego State has to win. So Utah, on the, Utah State on the money line, what's that? Might be might be the way to go. The best number you get minus one. Yeah, no, I I definitely lean Utah State here. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely think they're the hotter team. I really like them. I really liked how they finished off their their season. Um, had some pretty convincing wins. I I think as a complete team, I, I do think Utah State's the better. You know, one through seven guys uh, collectively would have to be Utah State. Yeah, I like you said, I say, and the thing about Missouri, I like Missouri a lot. I like the way they played in the SEC, uh, in the SEC tournament. Uh, but they're, they're one of those things you got to watch and you got to look at where they're at. They're great athletic, they're football players, right? They're a football team on a basketball team. So they suck the football, so they, they're playing basketball now. They're great athletes and the shooting's going to be hit or miss. So it could be in the first round, they hit 60% of their outside shots. You know, the next round, they're going back to return to the mean, hitting like 20%. Because they all got ugly shots. None of them are pure shooters. They all got really ugly shots and stuff like that. So the under, right? So that plays to that under. One Again, that looks like a way too high number, 154. So that under's good, right? That's what you said, Chad, under? Yeah, under. All right. So, Utah State under 154. Uh, and it's funny because that number is coming up. Alabama, whoever they play in that first round, I think it's going to be a blowout, right? Uh, they're going to cover whatever ridiculously high number because they're doing the us against the world type thing where oh, everybody thinks we're criminals and all this and that. Uh, you know, they didn't cover for four in a row. Then they covered the whole SEC tournament. I think they'll cover this one and perhaps get beat in the second round. I got In my bracket, I haven't been beat in the second round. What do you think about that, Chad? Yeah, no, I definitely think the way Alabama plays, super up-tempo, upbeat. Um, you know, they shoot a lot of threes. They have the design to really cover big numbers in their style. Um, so I, I, I agree. I, I think Bama will uh, will definitely be able to, to cover um, whatever number they, that gets dropped against a, a 16 seed. Right, right. Uh, another number that looks way too high, Princeton against Arizona. Uh, people are looking at Arizona, think Arizona is a high-flying team. Got the under in the, in the Pac-12 tournament. Uh, Arizona has two bigs. Both are seven foot. One, one's a European seven foot guy with like Porzingis. He can Seville, so he can take you out, shoot. The other black guy from Africa is strictly inside. So they're they're content to posting up Savellas, especially against an Ivy League team like Princeton, and just winning in a grinding slowdown game. So to me, that and the Princeton offense, right? They invented the Princeton offense, Prince, Princeton, right? Which is the ultimate rec ball. They will their their offense is predicated on shooting it as the buzzer goes off for 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 shot clock violation. 
to look for that game to go under 154 and for Princeton to cover 15 points against Arizona, a team that I've been betting all year in about 90% on Arizona games. As Chad is my witness. <laughs> what do you sure. think, Chad? Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, you know, Princeton, I, you know, I saw them play that championship game. They got some juice yeah. um, to cover this number. And yeah, yeah I mean, people don't, I mean, Arizona is not the Arizona they were last year. No. Um, they're, they're not as good of a team. They're definitely way more beatable. So I do think they're, they are getting an inflated number here with people thinking that they're this, the same team as last year. And they're kind of in that blue blood category right? Um, where, you know, people are kind of blindly big on Arizona, but yeah, no, I think, I think uh, this is definitely going to be a, a, a you can keep it within 10 points here easily. And, Definitely think it'll it'll be a slower type game. Uh way too big of a total. I like the under. Hey Jason, you like those five dollar long shots. Um, let's see what the, the money line name gave into that. I, I would throw five dollars uh, because Princeton, like Chad says, Princeton has a player or two. And if Princeton gets hot from three, if if you see Princeton jacking up threes as the shot clock goes off and hitting them and the bench goes crazy and people are going crazy. And remember, Arizona's a big favorite. Um, they're not above choking in, in this situation. So look for – if that happens, you're going to start choking. You're going to start arguing with each other. You see teams like that arguing with each other. Uh, look for Princeton to perhaps – Cover. Let me see what the money line on that would be. Oh, it's got to be plus four hundred, plus five hundred, eight hundred, eight hundred, plus eight hundred. <laughs> right. Five bucks pays forty. Five bucks <laughs> pays forty. We're in Vegas and we're doing you know five hundred bucks a game. We put a hundred bucks on Princeton that hits, right? <laughs> or, or eight grand. <laughs> Right, that's eight grand. Then we're going to Donovan's, right? Yeah, <laughs> we can afford that at Dell show, even though I wouldn't pay the tickets for it. <laughs> All right. Fun times, good times. All right, so we'll go back to chat. This is a serious Midwestern game here. They did it for the Midwest. Illinois against Arkansas. Uh, the man's dad pounded on my door in Florida when he was the head coach of the Tampa Bay Trillers, Musselman. Uh, he's now in San Diego where he lives in the offseason. He gets tired of Arkansas. Uh, they're they're two-and-a-half-point dogs. Uh, the total is 144. I like Arkansas in this situation. Illinois is has been hit and miss. Arkansas yeah. has more talent. And then Musselman being an NBA coach, he has an NBA mentality. So he's saving plays. Literally, he's even said it. He's going to have a whole new game plan, a whole new thing going on in the NCAA tournament. And Arkansas has better talent than Illinois. Illinois is a Big Ten. You're part of the world, Jason. Big Ten network hype. They're getting, what, $100 million of school. They have a really good PR team. They hype these teams up, and people are going to bet blindly. Illinois, wait for that line to balloon up to whatever it is. And I like Arkansas plus the three points, and I like it under one forty-four because of the two coaches. <laughs> illegal here. We none, no one from Illinois can bet this game. It's illegal to bet in-state schools. Oh, so I got. I'm seeing Arkansas minus two and a half though right now. Josh, Arkansas is a slight favorite. 
Okay, so it jumped. People is that one of the games that flipped? Yeah, it seems like that game flipped. So bet Arkansas now at the sound of our voice. Some games you bet now. Some games you bet. Uh, some games are already bet. Some games you bet now. And some games you wait to about a half hour before uh, tip off. Now, this is a caveat. If you're in the sports book, get in line at least an hour ahead. And I always have always had it. Uh, bet on your app, right? And go to the line and bet. You might get two different numbers. <laughs> but if you're in Vegas and you're waiting for a line to change, get there an hour early. Don't wait half hour because it's happened to me. Your half hour, everybody rushes, right? And you miss being able to place your bet because you can't do in game betting when you're at the sports bar. You can do it on your phone, not at the sports. You got to wait till uh, halftime. You can do a halftime bet. So get there an hour early. Bet Arkansas now or Kansas. How far is it from Illinois into Indiana? I'll be about uh, two plus hours for me. I'm pretty far north. All right, so two, two, there's a lot of people driving two and a half hours for the NCAA. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Illinois has been a fraudulent team all year. Yeah. One and done. First round of the Big Ten tournament. Uh, really don't think they're a tournament team, in my opinion. Um, you know, Arkansas, I think she's got a little bit more, uh, just a little mo- bit more juice. I like their guard play a little more. Right. I think, though, you know, that this is kind of where that guard play in March Madness really can, can separate you. Um, so I, I do think Arkansas will have enough to get it done. I like that pick. Uh, I think they just got a lot, a lot more in the tank, and they've kind of trended up a lot more. And Illinois has just been so just lackluster all year. Haven't been impressed with them. Seen a lot of Illinois this year. Have not been impressed with them. Yeah, Brad Underwood. He he was really good at Stephen F. Austin. Man, he always covered in the tournament. Now at Illinois, I think he's having a problem with the culture shock. Culture shock being over there in Illinois campaign but he's really he's really recruits a lot Chicago the Chicago area I didn't catch the total on that right if the 144 you going he's going over or under I like the under Chad what do you think yeah I mean I do think it's going to go under I, I this is one of the games I could see being a little bit closer um just because I think that they could get up and down, but I mean, it's just a big number. One forty-four. One forty-four seems too high. It seems it like just seems a little jacking people. Jacking on. No, it's like, it, and it's it is tough because you know it's it. It's just this is the thing it comes down to these games that are going to go over in the first round. They're going to all be under games, right? And there's going to be some weird free throw where in the last minute they do some overtime. That's how these games go over. Um, right, you, know, so you, you got to watch the refs in this. You got to I hate to say it, and it could be completely wrong, but it just makes sense while you're watching. You're like, okay, who did the refs bet? <laughs> because yeah. the team is up by four, and at the end of the game, two minutes left, refs are supposed to stay out of there. Suddenly, this ref comes. He's not even. He can't even see the play. He comes in. He tee ups everybody. Two shots in the ball. They're like, oh, come on, really? You know what I'm saying? The, the total is there's 20 seconds left. 
you got six points to the point, you know, to your total. You're like, okay, they're fouling. It's not going to get there. Suddenly he calls a technical. I don't know. He's calling a technical on the guy on the on the hundredth row up there that you can't even see a fan. He's calling a technical on the fan, penalizing this team. Two shots in the ball, or sometimes it's ridiculous where they where they do uh, uh, four free throws. Who heard of that? Who heard of four free throws and the ball? Right. That same ref from the other side of the court calls another foul in the position after the free throw. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and uh, I'll, I'll have this video out later of the famous New Mexico State game. And there's a team that reminds me of that famous New Mexico State game where New Mexico State was a 20-point underdog against Auburn, right? And I did the $5 thing. This was plus $1,200. I put $100 plus $1,200, New Mexico State, $1,000, New Mexico State, um, plus the 21 points for basketball. And I put, I said, I'll cover my ass because I knew this was going to happen. I'll do 200 on the under, it was like, you know, under 150. So, New Mexico State is shooting at three, and the game is tied, and there's one second left. <laughs> the guy has three free throws. He only has to make one. This is a famous game because people literally, there's a guy who committed suicide after this game. There's another oh. guy who shot another guy outside of the sports book because of this. He misses three free throws in a row. The guy was like a 90% free throw shooter during the season, right? So, what I'm saying is take these with a grain of salt, but each game individually and don't, don't grip on one game. <laughs> All he had to do was make one shot, man. And I had a hundred dollars from plus 1200. He couldn't do it for me. But of course they get blown out in overtime game goes over, but they did cover the plus 21. I digress. Another Midwestern game for Chad, the aforementioned Auburn Tigers minus one against the running gun Iowa Hawkeyes. 152 is the title. This is the one one that might go over two fast fast track teams. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I, I like Iowa in this game. Um I think Iowa I or Iowa is just Iowa said that so weird. They're scoring. Um I, I think they just got a, a lot of different weapons. Right. Um they got a lot of length, a lot of size. I think they're just going to have a little bit too much for Auburn in this game. Um, and if, I mean, if they get hot from three, I mean, Iowa, you know, they, they can really, really get it going. Um, and I think Auburn, they like to get up and down too, man. Wendell Green, he loves to get up and down. So I, I, I do think this has a recipe for an over. Um, and I, I like Iowa to, to win this one. All right. I agree. Iowa plus one. I like over uh, 152. I was say, is there any key numbers with like buy it down to 150, one and a half, or no. not in basketball? Nah, okay. Yeah, not, not in basketball. In basketball, what you got to look at is the style of play. What, what style of play the coaches want to do? And what's, what is the goal? Like, uh, Auburn, he's sitting pretty, he's happy. Bruce Pearl, uh, I think he, they're playing more for next year. Iowa, last year, the 
Big Ten, because of the hype, got nine teams in. Only two teams made it to the Sweet 16. And then both teams got blown out, right? Remember, uh, uh, Purdue got beat by St. Peter's. So, again, coaches offseason meetings say, hey, you got to win your first-round game. So this is a big game for Iowa and Coach McCafferty. The only problem with McCafferty is that he has severe mental illness. <laughs> he stared down a ref. For two minutes during a timeout, he let the, his assistants run the <laughs> run the meeting, run the run the timeout. What plays we're gonna run? And he stares down the ref for two minutes, and they start playing. He's still staring out the refs. <laughs> it's like bringing the psych department, man, from University of Iowa with McCaffrey. Refs remember this, and then there's one ref people are complaining about. The guy did a Pac-12 game. And the next thing, people were watching him at 3 p.m. doing a Big East game. Literally, the guy got on a plane, got to the arena. So believe me, there's something going on when a guy who has a regular job is this dedicated to being a NCAA ref. They only get like 500 bucks a game. So you're not sacrificing. All the, and they have to pay for their own plane tickets. So why is a ref losing money? Refing a Big East game, right? That's we're not. We were born a day. We weren't born yesterday. <laughs> things, going, <laughs> things going on. Right? Got to play. Got to pay for that plane ticket somehow. <laughs> One of my favorite teams. Yeah, he's not. He's not losing money. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think so. And this guy's going to be in the NCAA. Uh, we'll get those names out there on Twitter. Uh, or Roberts, one of my favorite teams. Hey, one, one more thing on that Iowa game, though, I think yeah. is an interesting point. McCaffrey's got his two sons on the team. Right. One's a senior, one's a junior. Last time they'll ever be together. Um, kind of a big moment, I feel like, you know, for them three playing together. I, I, I So I think that bodes well for them to win this first-round game. Man, that's a good point. Good point. Very good point. I'm going to put an extra little bit of money on that one. So that one would be 750 Iowa plus the one. You can bet Iowa games in Illinois. <laughs> uh, this is actually better for you. Uh, Iowa plus one. And you like it over 152, Chad? Yeah, over 152. Over 152. Now, Jason, when you look at you, – you made a good point, right? Because you look at these gaudy records. And Chad can kind of speak to this, right? Charles, Charleston is like 31 and three. But they paid inferior talent, right? So you played college uh, football. Your brother plays college football. You kind of understand, right, playing all these games, watching all these teams, how an AD can pick a schedule with teams who can't, don't have the recruiting budget, right, and just can't be as good as they are, right? How does an AD do that, Chad? I mean, just targeting a schedule where, I mean, you don't really play anybody that's, you know, too good and making sure, I mean, yeah, maybe get some, some, anything that's going to be close, getting some good home games, keeping them uh, off the road early in the season. So, or Roberts is a difference. So or Roberts is 30 and four, but their record is legit, right? They put yeah. a toe with St. Mary's. Uh, they got blown out by Houston, but. Uh, they were tied against Utah State at halftime. They beat Tulsa. 
They beat Liberty. Missouri State can be good every once in a while. They beat them pretty good. Uh, they went toe to toe with New Mexico, right? And that's a, about that's the last time they lost, right? So the last time they lost was January the third. They've won every single game since then. That gives them a lot of momentum, right? The mental side of it. And Oral Roberts went to the Sweet 16 or at least won an NCAA game for us. They just cover for us like three times. No, they went to the Sweet 16 with the same guard they have. Abe, Abe Moss, the same dude took him to the Sweet 16. He's a stud. Right. I like I like them a lot, and I like their coaching a lot. So look for Oral Roberts to cover seven points against an overrated Duke team who, again, you got to look at what – the goals are. So last year, these guys like to work in two-year cycles. So last year's goal for Duke was to win the title for Mike Krzyzewski playing his last coaches last year. This year, their goal was to win the ACC tournament. They were a totally different team in the ACC tournament than they were all season. Now they're a depleted, tired team going against a very, very motivated Oral Roberts team. Uh, I see this game in the 60s, though. I like it under 146. and give me Oral Roberts plus seven points with your stud guard. I think that's where you're going, Chad. What do you think? Yeah, I love Oral Roberts plus seven. Um, I, the total, man, I, do you think Oral Roberts is going to try to slow it down? Because they they really, really go. And Duke can go, too. I think this one could could go over. Right. I think that and it was kind of fun because I, I had Grant Honecker, Butler University Gifts Department, and he was uh, giving me reports from inside the gym, <laughs> which teams were having problems uh, in warm-up with the gym. So let me see where this game is at, because that's going to be big for these both teams, um, getting their jump shot, getting their eyeballs on their jump shot. Yeah. Conference tournament, we kind of saw that as well. Go on the NCA website real quick. Because, okay. again, you got to look at the value equation. Travel is going to be huge. This is in Orlando uh, at the uh, Amway Center. Okay, so that's going to go under. Under? Yeah. Uh, I used to go there for the Orlando Magic games when I live in Tampa. And it's a horrible backdrop, right? So the Magic always have an advantage playing at the Amway Center. Home of the DeBose family, the DeBose Blood Secretary of Education. Scam Amway, right? All those people with a bunch of junk in the garage and trying to sell right? or trying to sell, trying to get you to sell the junk they have in the garage. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not gonna sell the junk you have in the garage, but I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna give you 20 bucks and give you whatever you can out of your garage, Amway, whatever product you're selling. I'll, I'll get the Amway energy drink. Give me 20 bucks for that. I'm not selling the Amway energy drink. So we like Warren Roberts plus the seven under the 46. Colgate. I know Chad likes gold Colgate versus Texas. Texas doesn't have a coach. Uh, it didn't bother them in the Big 12 championship because Kansas didn't care. Now against Colgate, first game. Where's this game going to be played at? Uh, Wells Fargo Arena, Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines, Iowa. 
that's a uh, Jason neck of the wood. Uh, Corn and snow. <laughs> yeah, so I like Colgate. Give me Colgate plus a 14 under 49 because Colgate's going to need those jump shots to fall. But I think <clears throat> Texas is going to fall into a false sense of security because you're going to look over at Colgate. The whole team is white. Yeah, really athletic, talented African American Texas team, and Colgate is going to come out playing man to man defense. So it's like, man, this guy can't guard me. So you're going to see Texas not running the offense, trying to go one on one dunk, just not take Colgate seriously. And Colgate, their jump shot is going to be cold early, but once they get that jump shot going, I think they can cover these 14 points because they're a jump shooting team. They're a good man-to-man, fundamentally sound man-to-man team. Texas, maybe you'll pull it out. There's another one where you might want to pull your five bucks, right? And hit Colgate plus the 14. I like it under 45 and a half because both are basically jump shooting teams in a strange gym, and it's going to be extremely cold. Colgate's going to be fine with the cold, though, because they come from the northeast. It's already colder. Yeah, it might be warmer for them for the nor'easter, uh, but Texas is going to come from the heat in Austin, beautiful Austin, Texas. I like Colgate plus fourteen under one forty nine. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, you know, I do think Colgate is not as good as last year. They're definitely down. Um, they don't have the athletic guard they had last year. Um, he transferred out. I forget his name it was like I want to say something Nelly. Um, you know, and he he was a big player for them. They're gonna be very, very, very dependent on shooting because they don't have the guards that can really take anyone off the dribble. Right. Um, they're gonna be very, very outmatched here. I am. I think I'm leaning the other way here. I like it to go under the 148 because I don't think. Colgate will be able to shoot the ball as good with the the length of Texas's defense. Right. Um, but I, I think I think Texas is going to get them. Man. I, I just don't think Colgate, they're down this year. They're not the same. They weren't the Colgate that covered against Arkansas. Um, did they, they beat Arkansas? I mean, they, they I mean, I, I don't see them doing that this year. I think Texas. I don't is think pretty, they beat Arkansas. I think they covered that. I think they covered. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen this year for them um, covering. I, I just think. Texas talent wise, they 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 have I mean uh, they have a really good really good roster. They're very talented. They get up and down. They're just so much more athletic at every position here. I I I like Texas in this one to get it done, and it stays under. All right, all right. I'm actually thinking about it. Um, you convinced me. I like Texas minus the fourteen because Colgate's not as talented as they were last year. I saw them play but I probably was biased thinking they were going to be as good as last year overall because they had this the exact same style of play yeah no same style same style of play a lot of I mean a lot of the same guys um kind of a senior laden team but I just uh, I, I think I know who you're talking about I think that guy from Colgate transferred to like a big 10 team and yeah he's in a power five somewhere yeah yeah here comes a transfer from Colgate yeah <laughs> Because now, now was in the new role, and that's the other thing to look at, right? With a lot of dogs covering, because 
You had the COVID year and they added a transfer year and then you got medical transfer. So you have guys who are in their seventh year of basketball. That's a professional guy, right? He's not going to be intimidated. He's going to be fundamentally sound. Uh, this, this game has you all over it. And it's funny. I think there's a second Big Ten game against Mountain West. Maybe because neither of these teams, neither of these conferences won a game in the tournament last year. They matched them up together, right, to get the Big Ten some wins. Uh, what do you think about this game? Northwestern, I know you you like a lot of Big Ten games. Gave me a lot of Big Ten winners, man. He was taking me Big Ten winners against uh, Boise State, who broke my heart in the Mountain West tournament. They were all over him in the first half, and they just ran out of gas in the second half. They had it. They really did have it against Utah State, but just got tired. Uh, plus two against Northwestern. The total's a low 127. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, man, I I like Northwestern. Um, I'm not big on Boise. I don't think Boise – is that good? They, they, I mean, they lean on, on Max Rice, you know, and I a lot, I, I just think the guard play uh, with Adij and, and Boo Bowie or Boo Booey right. um, at Northwestern. I just think those two guards are the best two guards on the floor in this game. I like Northwestern to, to win it. Um, Definitely Northwestern on the money line here. All right. So Northwestern on the money line. I like that. Coach Collins, his dad is Doug Collins, Chase. Former, oh, uh, damn. <laughs> so they're going to be well coached. His dad's, you'll see his dad. He's sits right behind the bench coaching the team, <laughs> basically. And, and Boise State fans took, have taken sports betting to another level. They, they win the game against uh, uh, New Mexico, right? But this guy hits a shot in New Mexico, covers the spread. And the fans are booing the team <laughs> to put the team off the court. They won the game. <laughs> I'll send you guys a link to that YouTube video. Uh, it was insane. That's the first time I've ever seen it, right? But now that sports-related betting is legal in Idaho, the fans are taking it a little bit too seriously. <laughs> you saw that? Where they, they booed they booed boys who stayed off the court and they won the game, but they didn't cover the spread. <laughs> they were missing free throws at the end. New Mexico hits this random three. <laughs> and they get booed off the court. <laughs> what do you think on the on the total on that one, Josh? I mean, I know Northwestern. I think it's loves, gonna go over. I think they it's love gonna... to slow it down, but they can score the ball too. Yeah, I think it goes over too. I think it's too low. Yeah, once they start missing jump shots, both teams are gonna start going to the hoop. Uh, I think I think the refs are going to pick the over <laughs> because you're going to be like in one, you know, <laughs> Collins fouls to get this game over. So it's going to be over uh, 127. I'm probably 90% on Houston games this year. Look for Northern Kentucky. Northern Kentucky does a great job um, recruiting guys who can play basketball, but have a criminal record. Maybe they did committed their murder while they were juveniles, <laughs> weren't, weren't uh, sentenced as adults. And they get them on uh, Northern Kentucky, and they have these great teams, and they always make the tournament, and they always cover in the first round. So give me Northern Kentucky plus 19 uh, to cover Houston. 
And I see this game going over 122. Even though Houston doesn't have their point guard, uh, they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of talent to get this over 122. And uh, the way Northern Kentucky plays, they have to make this a crazy game. So they have to, like, try to throw bombs off, off main shots. Just throw it out the other court, try to create some offense. Uh, any steal they get, they have to make it into a fast, fast break against Houston. Uh, any dissension on that one, Chad? Man, I, I, my computer died on me. What, what are the picks? The pick is Northern Kentucky plus 19 against Houston in the total of 122. Man, uh, yeah, definitely think this Houston style of play with, you know, Sasser's banged up their guard. Um, definitely think, you know, North, Northern Kentucky can, um, you know, can cover this one. Houston had, didn't cover their last two games uh, in the tournament. So, yeah, I like, I like Northern Kentucky with this big number. Um, and then, man, what, what are you liking on the total here? I mean, 122 is a pretty dang low number. Right. Uh, Northern uh, Kentucky can score – 50 points on him. I see this game being, uh, let's say, 77-60. I guess yeah. we over, it's 137. Yeah, over one, over 122. Yeah. So more than, that's more than 122, yeah. You still don't get mad and start running fast break, get those athletes out. I mean, that, that number is just so low. It's like, I mean, golly, it does not take much for a game to get over 122. Right. That should be a Virginia type number. Yeah. Virginia's blood high. So look for Vegas uh, jacking people, right? They're like, oh, Houston defense, Houston defense, blah, blah, blah. This game will go over, over 122. Louisiana Lafayette down in the bayou against Tennessee, uh, 11 points. Again, uh, Tennessee does not cover spreads. Their point guard is hurt. So Tennessee hasn't covered spread since their point guard got hurt. And their backup sucks. Backup point guard for Tennessee sucks. So look for this game to go under. And Louisiana Lafayette, so again, we're going to have some fun down on the bayou to cover the 11 points. Buy the half point if you can't on the online app. Coach Barnes lost me a million dollars on a ridiculous, ridiculous parlay. Probably shown that video to you guys a hundred times. <laughs> you couldn't inbounds the ball. <laughs> but remember, I hedged my bet, walked out of Vegas with a hundred grand. All right. Uh, what do you think about that game, Chad? Yeah, I mean, Tennessee, I, I really feel they've been pretty fraudulent all year. Um, definitely think this is just too big of a number. Uh, I think this is going to be a really big theme in this tournament. Man, these blue blood Tennessee Dukes. Arizona's, I mean, they're just, I mean, they're not, not the, the teams of the past. Um, you know, people have been watching them. Past, die in the past. Yes, I think we're, we're getting a lot of inflated numbers from it. And yeah, I just think, um, especially the way Louisiana is going to want to play Tennessee, that, that, that'll, you know, dictate the pace and, and keep it under. Right. Big time. I like this game a lot. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch late Thursday night. Penn State. Plus three against Texas A&M, SEC. What do you think, Chad? Penn State, Midwestern team. Man, Penn State is hot right now. They have very, very good guard play. Um, 
I mean, Pickett, the, you know, their leading score for Penn State, he, he's really, really good team guy. Right. He gets 22 points when he needs it. He'll get eight points and 13 assists and 10 boards. Um, I mean, I think this is too many points. And, and for me, made a lot of money in the NCAA tournament. Teams going in opposite directions. Like you said, Penn State is hot. Texas A&M uh, going into the SEC tournament lost a lot of games late. Uh, I think in their last 10, they lost quite a few games, and then they get blown out in the conference tournament game. Uh, actually, they lost to Mississippi State, which isn't that good. After winning a bunch in a row, then they beat Ole Miss, who sucks, and then they beat Alabama, but Alabama has all these problems. And then Alabama goes in and blows them out. Yeah, and Al- Alabama was already clinched for the, the SEC title that game. It didn't even matter. didn't even matter. So, I like Penn State. I agree with you. Penn State plus a three. Under. Under under 135 for sure. Both coaches are rec ball coaches. Pass the ball around, get a good shot. Under. Another game that's going under for sure is UCLA against Asheville. The Carolinas, a lot of people moving into the Carolinas. There's a lot of good players out there, a lot of great athletes. Asheville has a great coach, but UCLA coming off a loss. Yeah. Bonus coming back. Cronin uh, already yelling at his guys. Man, they, it's, they call it Operation Lockdown, right? UCLA's defense. They go to the Operation Lockdown the whole game. I wouldn't... I, this game, I wouldn't be shocked if it ends like, you know, um, the prediction for this game is going to be 60 to 48. UCLA 60, Asheville 48. Asheville covers the 17 points and a half and it's under 135. Crony literally believes he doesn't care if it's an NBA team. If it's a one position game, he feels his team will stop the other team. Which I think is crazy in basketball because in basketball you can always figure out a way to score, right? You see people playing horse doing these ridiculous shots. There's a way to score, but hey, who am I, right? He's the one making four million dollars a year. What do you think, Chad? We watched a lot of UCLA down here. Yeah, no, I uh, I do really like uh, this game to stay under for sure. Man, I do think. Uh, UCLA though I like I like UCLA minus 18 I think they're going to cover this game I think they're pissed off um, they didn't they didn't get Arizona and I really think they're trying to make a deep run and their defense is just going to be so much in this game yeah. um, maybe look at that Asheville team total under here I see a really really good defensive performance by UCLA which leads to going under and, and I think UCLA covers the 18. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, we'll let uh, Scott break the tie on that one. But uh, Asheville gets blown out by 40 by Arkansas or Kansas, as my wife would say. They get beat by close to 30 points by Dayton. Uh, only decent team they beat was You Can't Finish University, which didn't even make the NIT. They beat them in two overtimes, 
Uh, what scares me about them, they're on a long 10-game win streak. They're feeling good about themselves. They'll be interested, but they, this is going to be a whole new level of defense. Uh, we'll let Scott break the tie on that one. But, <clears throat> but I can easily see UCLA blowing them out by 30 points to get hot. Uh, the only problem I think is that besides Tiger Campbell, none of the UCLA guards can shoot threes. And then the other big guy who can shoot threes, Singleton, uh, maybe it'll be a return to the mean for him. Because <clears throat> he was like two for 11 in the Pac-12 championship game. So this get, next game, he might be nine for 11. <clears throat> in that case, UCLA blow him out by 30 points. So that is day number one. Remember the first year Chen and I did this, we were like 80%. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. We had a crazy year. <laughs> Want to do that again this year. I like it a lot. First game, game number two is USC playing a Midwestern team, Michigan State. I think this is where the school shooting will come in. And everybody hates uh, the University of Spoiled Children. So give me Michigan State on the money line. Under 135, this will be a half-court game. What do you think, Jack? Um, yeah, I uh, I like the under. I'm with you, but I, I like SC, man. I, I like SC on the money line here. Plus money, I think there's a lot of value. I really think Drew Peterson is one of the best players in college basketball. He's six foot 10, 11. Um, you know, he's he's got Kevin Durant. He, I mean, to me, he's, he's going to be better than Kevin Durant in the NBA, the style that he plays. He already shoots it better. He's already better off the dribble. Um, the, the, I, I, I love what he's doing, and I, I just really think that Michigan State does not have one scorer that comes even close to Drew Peterson on that roster. Right. Not even close. So I like SC to, to win this game. I think it's going to be a close one-possession game, and I think they have the player that, that that's going to give them the win. Right. And I like Boogie Ellis, too, as a compliment to Drew Peterson. That one-two compliment is is they just they got more than Michigan State um, offensively, and, and I just I think they're going to be able to get it done, and I like the value getting plus money with them. Right, I would agree with you if the game wasn't in Columbus, Ohio. So Michigan State's already played there. It's going to be mm. a home game for Michigan State. Right, how how far is it, Jason, from East Lansing to Columbus, Ohio? Not like four hours, I think. Four hours. Columbus is that where that's Ohio State? That's where that's Ohio State's gym they're playing in. Yeah, North Nationwide Arena, Columbus, Ohio. <clears throat> so I think they, they tailored this game for Michigan State, give them a beatable team. The whole crowd's gonna be there. They'll be crying. That moment of silence for the shooting, the, the six students who got shot, you know. And, and USC is gonna be a tough because you're gonna have to beat the crowd, you're gonna have to beat Michigan State and the rest. It's going to be hard for the refs to give USC a call under those circumstances in the Midwest <laughs> with uh, USC coming into the Big 12, to the Big 10. But we'll have uh, Scott break that tie. I like Michigan State for political reasons. <laughs> yeah, Jed likes uh, USC for more legitimate. Uh, the USC really has a better team. They have a better basketball team than Michigan State. They're just in a tough spot with the travel. And the game is going to be a 9.15 a.m. start. So the, the body, right, the, the 
Michigan State's body is going to be more uh, acclimated to the start time than a 9.15 start for USC. I imagine USC is practicing early, but again, the travel, they have to fly to Columbus, Ohio, which is probably a four or five hour flight. But we'll have them break the tie. You like the under 138, Chad? Yeah, I like the under. All right. My favorite team, man, Kennesaw State playing Xavier. Uh, Xavier gets blown out, Big East uh, title. You got Sean Miller, shady coach. Dad used to coach. Uh, now it's legal what he got busted for. So you can pay players over there. I think Xavier, they're missing their point guard. I think Kennesaw State will play well in the first half. I like him a lot because they covered three days in a row for me in their home gym in the Atlantic Sun Championship. Uh, they'll be fine in the first half, but I think Xavier will pull away in the second half. I like them in 11, 11 points. I like this under 151. That total way too big. Kennesaw State has to slow things down and play in the 50. They did that in their, their tournament against uh, Liberty, uh, who Liberty isn't really that great, but they have to slow it down against them. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, no, I, I like Xavier here, man. I think Xavier rolls Kennesaw. And, uh, yeah, I mean, 151 is high. I just don't think you got, got a team in Kennesaw that's going to probably try to slow it down. You got a team in Xavier that's probably going to be up big, you know, trying to slow it down. So I, right. I just think those two recipes, too big of a number. Right. Uh, Xavier wants to rest themselves for the second round because they're missing the point guard. A team we've seen all year, what do you think about Santa Barbara? Santa Barbara made an adjustment. They were getting killed in the second half. About seven or eight games ago, they started bringing another guy in there, giving depth in the second half. And uh, they broke my heart. Fullerton could not do it. Fullerton was covering for me. Fullerton was covering for us for the last 10 games, and it just couldn't hit one more three-pointer. Uh, but I did get a total on that. The Big West Championship game. Against Baylor, they should cover 11 points against Baylor. They're not going to beat Baylor. A lot of people are going to say, oh, Santa Barbara is going to be uh, Cinderella in the Sweet 16. No, that's not happening. They, they don't have that much talent. <clears throat> Baylor has more talent. They have a national title coach. Uh, look for Baylor to win, but not cover 11 points. I'll buy the point. In 143, that's way too many points for the way Santa Barbara is going to have to approach this and the way Baylor plays, right? Baylor wins with defense, with national title with defense. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I like Baylor, man. I, I think Santa Barbara's mediocre. I think they were a lot better when they were in the tournament a couple of years ago. Right. I watched them lose. What was their big West record this year? Let me see. They were – doesn't even have their conference record anymore in ESPN. That's crazy. Well, they had to lose at least five Big West games this year, maybe five or six. Oh, yeah. Um, they were getting killed in the second half. Even if they won, they were, every single game, unless they had a blowout in the first, first half, they were getting killed in the second half. I, I don't think they have the juice to keep up with Baylor. Baylor's got um, the, the best guard play. I mean, some of the best guard play in, um, you know, college basketball. I just, I just think they're going to be able to control the game with the guard play. They're going to get up. They shoot the three so good. Uh, and they'll be able to get up, and once they get up, they're going to not turn the ball over. They're going to be able to control the ball. I don't think Santa Barbara has a chance in this one. I think Baylor minus the the 11, and, and uh, 
Yeah, I think it goes under. All right. Uh, we agree on the under. We'll get Scott to break the tie. Break the tie in this one. Uh, this one, the Santa Barbara game, uh, will be interesting because we're West Coast fans. Probably not interesting to anybody else. <laughs> uh, VCU against St. Mary's. Another – it's funny. When I saw St. Mary's play, uh, anytime somebody pressed them, you know, I was telling somebody, they're like, hey, is this person was from the East Coast. I'm like, Josh, is St. Mary's for real? Because everybody's saying how good St. Mary's is. St. Mary's, if you play half court with them, they will kill you because that's their style of play. That's what the coach coaches, that's what he recruits to. But if you press them, they fall apart and they fell apart. BYU, they had like a 20 point lead against BYU, and I have BYU plus the seven. And BYU ended up covering because they pressed them. What does VCU do? They press all game. So give me VCU plus the four points and give me VCU on the money line because that's what they do. They press all day. They have better at St. Mary's has better basketball players than VCU. VCU has better athletes and they're deep. And they're in a ridiculously, they're like won like 20 games in a row. Uh, won the A-10 regular season and conference. So look for them to cover four points. Uh, and I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on that VCU money line. I'll see what it is. VCU money line uh, plus the four points. And even though, man, 122 is just too low. Look for yeah, it to over. over. Yeah, look for it to go over 122. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I'm with you. I like VCU on the money line. I think they win this game, and I like it to go over. Man. I, I so for our purposes, uh, St. Mary's is a fake basketball. I don't necessarily think they should have been in the top 25. Vermont, the Catamounts, uh, going against Marquette. Give me Marquette minus the 11, the champions of the Big East. Look at, for this game to go under 44. Uh, Marquette and VCU are basically the same team. They have the same coaching tree, same style. Saw Vermont play. They beat Scott's team. Scott's team is Mass Lowell. So that's how I got roped into watching Mass Lowell games. Then I watched Mass Lowell against Vermont. And really, the only reason Vermont beat Lowell was because Vermont was on their home court. Was not impressed. So I like this one a lot. Uh, look for Marquette should beat him by 30 points. The line's 11, and it's 144. So Marquette's going to take the air out of the ball. And they're going to play uh, – they'll play press the whole defense, but they'll play, play that press in the second half that's just to wear the other team down and to make – uh, the other team shoot it at the end of the shot clock. All right. So they have that flavor of press. That's what they're going to do to Vermont. Beat them by 30. Keep this game under 144. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, and no, I'm with you. I like Marquette in a blowout and I think it stays under. All right. NC State against Creighton. Uh, Creighton's in the Big East, but there are a um, they are a Big East team. Uh, 
Let me look at get any thoughts on this game, Chad. Let me look for this game of that because I think it's gonna be pivotal. Denver, Colorado, ball arena. All right, so look for this game to go under 148. They're both it's high altitude. So that high bat high altitude, the backdrop is really bad in that arena. So it's gonna take him into the second half to get rolling with those jump shots. He creates a jump shooting team. Yeah. I think you got to take NC State with the five and a half points. I think that's a lot, a lot of points in this game. Yeah. A lot of points in under 148. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the Iowa State most likely is going to play Arizona State. Let me look at my bracket real quick here. Now, the bracket is totally different than the point spread. So let me look at Iowa State. They play the Mississippi State. So they're probably going to play Mississippi State. It's going to be Iowa State against Mississippi State. All right. So that game, I predict uh, probably Iowa State minus three. So pick Iowa State minus three. And look hard at the under because Mississippi State is a flat out defensive ball club. Any thoughts on that, Chad? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree. Got to look at the under. Yeah, Iowa State, a little more rested, better team. They should be able to cover. They got a great coach, TJ Oppenheimer, whatever his name is. Austin, whatever, but he's a great coach. Uh, Iona, right? <clears throat> Rick Patino. So he's going to be coaching Georgetown. Or St. John's next year. <clears throat> Gets them in the tournament plus eight and a half against UConn. I think UConn pulls away in the second half. Yeah. Rick Patino's getting way too much respect in this line. There this is know. this is UConn all day. Right. You got the champions of the Big East regular season and the tournament uh, against Rick Patino and a bunch of skinny guys. Lower middle, so yeah, you gotta up. Oh, you gotta say over 143 because of the style of play, of play right? Ripetino's retirement job, so he's just rolling out the ball, letting the guys have fun and run. But it'll catch up to them in the second half of this game against UConn. So UConn minus eight over 143. Purdue love betting against Purdue. <clears throat> uh, and Purdue, I think they were mistakenly the was the top seed. So they get the winner of Texas Southern, whoever. Uh, man, depending on what the line is, look for Texas Southern. And look for whatever the 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 under is. Zach Eady, God bless him, right? But he is. And I think I'm going to pick him for the tournament as the worst player who's supposed to be good. <laughs> I always remember this guy named Packer Ruthers. He played for Florida State, and Florida State played Auburn. And Auburn had this old coach, Pat Dye. Pat Dye, I can't believe he said it because he was old school Southern, always polite. But he said, this Pat Carruthers kid, he's the worst kid I've ever seen who's supposed to be good. <laughs> 
we're we're not going to double team him. We're going to run right at him because <laughs> we don't fear him in the least. <laughs> That's what I feel about Zach Eady. God bless him. He works hard, but he's he's really not that great of a big. Um, watch him get exposed again. He got exposed last year by St. Peter's of all people. Watch him get exposed in the second round. I have him getting beaten in the second round. Uh, that's that. What do you think, uh, Chad? Probably going to be Texas Hunter. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's hard for me to speculate. I don't really know what the spread is going to be on that game or who they play. Right. Maybe like 30 points or something. Take it the other way. Providence. Um, what do you think about this game, Chad? I'm biased, right? I got those two John Calipari books in the background. Big John Calipari fan. Uh, I want to see what this game is at. Oh yeah, it's in Scott green. really. He, Scott likes Providence in this one, right? I don't know. I think Did he, he put bet. that in the tweet? I think he put that in the so, group chat or something. Right, but he's biased because he's a big Ed Cooley fan. Gotcha. The other podcast. He's a big Ed Cooley fan, so you have to take that with a grain of salt. I'm a big Cooley fan, but Cooley. Only likes to win regular season games. Yeah, I like I like Kentucky. I like Kentucky in this one. Yeah, right. and uh, Kentucky is the bluest of the blue bloods, so they're gonna have twenty thousand people. I mean, they travel the way big blue bloods travel for football. Kentucky basketball travel, and a lot of these people like there'll be a crowd of twenty thousand, about ten thousand. Are not people that are even from Kentucky, just from New Jersey, from Chicago, who are Kentucky fans, <laughs> who will save all year to show up to the Kentucky NCAA. Uh, you think we're drinking with those guys after the game? All right, so I like Kentucky plus the four. Uh, coach loves to play uh, slow down when he has a serious team. He got beat in the first round last year, so he's telling these guys. We did it your way last year. We got beat. This year, we're doing it my way. Slow down. Uh, win the game 60 to 50. And Cooley's the same way. So, 100, uh, what, 146 points is way too much. So, it's Kentucky minus four under 146. Any objection, Chad? No, no, I like it. All right. Now, this is up Chad's alley. He made me a lot of money going nine. In one, I believe, in Arch Madness, the Missouri Valley Conference. And the winner of that was Drake. And they're getting a lot of respect here, plus two and a half, three points against the Miami Hurricanes. Yeah, this, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it, man. That's Miami all day. <laughs> right. <laughs> Miami on the money line. I mean, are they just looking at Drake's scores? Like, oh, man, they beat Bradley in the tournament championship 77 to 51. They must be so good. Right. <laughs> I feel that I could have played on, on, uh, on Drake. <laughs> I, I mean, Miami won the ACC here, people. They won the <laughs> ACC. And you're telling me Drake is a minus a two-point dog? Oh, I might have to double up on my Miami picture. Man, put your house, get a loan for your house, bet it all. <laughs> oh, don't do that. But 25% not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> we did the what what USA soccer? God, a uh, the Dutch team with the flu. <laughs> Every unit in the in the house. <laughs> oh. 
if it hit, it would have hit big. But you never bit 25% of your record. I learned that lesson from this podcast. <laughs> yes, never bet 25%. And it's fine. Maybe three. Right. Maybe sometimes I do 30%. For feel really good about it. But never 25 Like this game, instead of betting 500 bucks, I'll put $1,000 on Miami. Money line. To cover this. And I won't put two thousand. Last time I bet two thousand dollars, it was died of a heart attack. It was San Diego State money line with the heck white Leonard. <laughs> Man, they should have lost that game. They had that game lost. The other team had to hand them the ball to win. I was sweating bullets. I lost like twenty pounds <laughs> watching that game. So part of this is mental health, man. Mental health, sports betting, mental health. Give you a first aid kit. Uh, that game is going under 147, right? Because Drake, Drake's going to have to. Yeah. They play Rick Ball anyways. That's their style is Rick Ball. Grand Canyon, my favorite. Grand Canyon. This is a Mormon college in Arizona that uh, anybody who can't get into BYU, they're supposed to go to the Grand Canyon University, and they have all these seventh and eighth year seniors. These are professional players. I like him to cover 16 points against Gonzaga. Uh, Gonzaga only plays seven guys, so they have to keep their guys fresh. So they're going to take it easy on Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon is going to come in with a lot of hype. And this game's in Sacramento. Huh? There's going to be a big caravan of Grand Canyon fans uh, bringing the caravan. And Gonzaga fans, and I met a lot of these people when you go to NCAA games, they're going to be saving up to go to Vegas the next week, Sweet 16 against UCLA. That's the way they're thinking. So this is almost going to be a home game for Grand Canyon. I like Grand Canyon, especially in the first half, to keep it close. Covered 16 for the game. And again, 157, that's way too high. We're being in a new gym. They're going to be in Sacramento. Gonzaga wants to take it easy. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I'm with you. I like Grand Canyon with the points in the under. FAU against Memphis, I hate this game. Uh, if these two teams were in another bracket, I could see them both being in the Sweet 16. This is going to be a great game. Uh, and again, whenever I get off my conspiracy theories, my whacked out conspiracy theories, I lose money. So as whacked out, as irrational as these conspiracy theories are, they make me money. So I'm going to stick with it. And because of the police beating in Memphis, <laughs> those kids are going to get the call. The city of Memphis needs a win in the NCAA tournament. They got to win the AAC tournament over Houston, where they got every call. I think they're going to get every call again. This is violence that happened. Uh, <clears throat> poor kid got killed. Uh, and FAU, man, they have their coach is supposed to getting offers from USF. So he might be distracted a little bit. So I like Memphis on the money line, Penny Hardaway, Larry Brown, under 153. Because even though these two are running gun teams, they take the air out of the ball in the second half. Memphis only scored 14 points in the second half at, for, uh, <clears throat> against Houston. And it was, they, they had the lead, but we'll probably get in this one. They just took the air out of the ball. 
started shooting every possession right when the clock was running down. And they have a primo uh, point guard. So Memphis winning line under 140, 153. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I like Memphis. I think they get the get the win here. And yeah, I think this a lot of these totals, man, are just they're not accounting for it being a tournament game. Exactly. Vegas loves that. Because people first day of the tournament, you'll get in there. You guys will see that next year. Yeah. I'll, I'll pay next year. You guys will be there. We have a lot of money. You we'll do some observation. Oh watch these people hey, come in. Let's knock out these last two though. I gotta hop off, Josh. Yeah, no problem, man. You see these people coming in, they're like, oh, I'm going to bet all the overs and all the favorites. You hear the groaning. <laughs> the groaning. Oh, the game went under. Ooh. All right. Uh, last three games, right? Montana State. I know your girlfriend's from Montana. Plus eight and a half against Kansas State. Probably Kansas State second half will do a little bit better. 138. I'll, I'll go one over 138. Kent State, that's up your alley, Chad. Kent State plus four against Indiana. What do you think about that? And whoever TCU plays, they're not going to cover because this coach never covers in the postseason and always gets beat in the postseason. So over there, play, you might want to take them on the money line. That's that. But what do you think about those last two games? Montana State, Kansas State. Kansas State plus four, Indiana minus four. Man, I, I, I do think Montana State um, has enough juice here to cover the plus eight and a half. Um, you know, I, I think that's going to be a. Uh, I, I like. I think with Kansas State and Montana State, the style that they're going to play, they're both going to get up and down a little bit. Um, you know, I, I think this total is a little low. I, I like Montana State plus eight and a half and over 139. Montana State. So we're going to put 500 bucks on Montana State, right? Uh, I'll switch my mind on that. Montana State plus the nine points and over 139. I could have a bias against Kansas State because the guy I played high school with, Barry Brown, his son is Barry Brown Jr., who lit it up for Kansas State in the tournament a couple of years now. Now he plays for the Phoenix Suns. So if you live in the past, you die in the past. So Montana State, and your girlfriend probably knows all these white guys who play uh, rec ball in the suburbs in Montana, passing it around the gym. We'll get to see them live against Kansas State. He likes the over, though, 139. Kent State against the second player who sucks, who's supposed to be good, another Big Ten hype guy, Trace Jackson David. That's a good thing, man. They, did I remember this guy's name as bad as he sucks on the margins? Again, like we said in the beginning, apples to apples. What do you think, Chad? Kent State. This <clears throat> be interesting because – Scott already bet Kent State plus the four points against Trace Jackson Davis, Indiana, and their uh, NBA head coach. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, I do. Man, Indiana, I, man, I think they are a little overrated. The whole Big Ten, I think, is a little, a little overrated this year. They just don't have the team that's like they don't have that elite class. They're all they're all pretty even this year. It was a lot of back and forth. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I think Kent State can keep this one close. Um, I like Kent State plus the five, plus the four and a half here. And then, yeah, I mean, I I think this one goes under. I think it's going to be a slowdown game from from both of them. Right. And and again, the the the, well, the coach thinks right. Um, Indiana coach, he wants to win with defense. He doesn't believe that any. He said it actually. He said. His defense he's bringing in from um, the NBA, he doesn't think any college coach can figure it out and beat him. <laughs> he really says that. So he's going to throw that philosophy into this uh, NCAA game. And win or lose, we're going to cash, all three of us are going to cash that under, under Indiana against Kent State. Sure. All right, I got to hop off, Josh. All right, man. Later, Jason. Coming on, man. Yep, yep. See you guys. So, any final words, Jason? No, I really appreciate the picks. I'm looking forward to this tournament. And, um, yeah, I've got a couple of these. I really like uh, uh, some of those strong picks. Um, You know, the Miami-Florida side, uh, the VCU. Uh, Definitely got some, um, some strong ones in here that were called out. So, um yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, Betty call amounts on each one. Put a little more in the strong ones, and you'll have profit. And if we get into the 70, 80% range, boom, you have a really good profit that if you would have parlayed these things. So we always close with what's the church show. You don't have to pay action sports. You're getting better information and you're getting a better, higher percentage than what you could pay for. So we're happy, we're blessed that we can do that. And that's what the Churchill said. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life for what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESPC podcast. That's why this one don't cost $800. And that goes $200. And I don't know what that costs. I'm just shaking the word. That's why.